Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be going over my predictions for week 8 of the NFL regular season starting tomorrow with Thursday Night Football between the Packers and the Cardinals. But Before we get into that, we got the World Series kicking off last night, Game 1 of the World Series between the Braves versus the Astros. And the Astros, well... They took their first L of the World Series and taking their first L and deficit so far this entire postseason. I believe they have not been down 0-1 throughout the entire postseason. And now they have to win game two to tie the series, which is going to be later tonight at 8. So let's talk about game one. Well, the Braves won that game 6-2, as I already mentioned. It was a pretty lopsided game. The Braves pretty much just played better than the Astros, and it was really from the jump. The Jorge Soler leadoff home run in the first inning, that basically already got a run in for the Braves. And then I believe Austin Riley hit an RBI, and then Eddie Rosario, he's still been playing great. Eddie Rosario, Austin Riley, and Freddie Freeman, they have been incredible. And, And Jock Peterson as well throughout this entire postseason. Those guys themselves... Those three guys have scored pretty much more than half of the runs that the Braves have scored throughout the entire postseason just from off those three guys right there between Freeman, Rosario, and Peterson. It's actually incredible. So, yeah, I mean, the Braves just played better. They already started off the game pretty hot. I mean, they scored two runs in the first inning. They scored two runs in the second. I mean, they scored two runs in the third, and then they scored one run in the second inning, and then they scored another one in the eighth. While the Astros didn't score their first until the fourth inning, and then they got, uh, a, a, I believe, a double from, I believe it was Carlos Correa or Cass McCormick in the eighth inning to get their second run of the game. But, of course, the pitching for the Astros, at least in the first three innings, bad, awful, awful pitching. Um, Framber Valdez, I believe, was the starting pitcher. He allowed six runs. Very inconsistent. He just played pretty much bad. And the last game against the Red Sox, he played great. So it was kind of weird to see him play this bad after having his last start, which I believe he went around like seven to eight innings and pretty much shut out the the um, the Red Sox. I believe that was game four. Not game four, game six, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that was game six or game that was probably game five, too, because the, the Red Sox only scored one run, so probably the bullpen may have allowed that one run to the Red Sox. Let me see. I think it I think it was the uh I think it was game five. But anyways, the Astros are down 0-1 in the series. Of course, they could just win today and they tie the series up in game two. Of course, the pitching needs to improve for the Astros. I believe the starter for today is going to be wait, let me let me check. Jose Urquidy and Max Fried will be this both starting pitchers for game two tonight. And so that, that will be that. So game two tonight between the Braves and the Astros. We'll see who wins. Will the Braves win their second game of the series and take a 2-0 lead? Or will the Astros win their first game and tie the series up? Now let's get into the NBA season. Not a lot of games have happened between yesterday. I believe there's only five games yesterday and then Monday. Let's go over some of the games on Monday. We had the Celtics beating the Hornets 140 to 129 in overtime. We had the Bucks beating the Pacers 119 109. 
We have the Nets beating the Wizards, 104-90. We have the Hawks beating the Pistons, 122-104. We have the Bulls versus the Raptors in a pretty close game, but the Bulls have been playing great. They're 4-0, and they get their win against the Raptors, 111-108. The Pelicans beat the Timberwolves, 107-98. The Heat beat the Magic, 107-90. The Cavaliers, they beat the Nuggets, 99-87. The Blazers, they lose to the Clippers 116 to 86. And then yesterday we had the Knicks pretty much dominating against the Sixers 112 to 99. Yeah, the Knicks were was just cruising on uh, the, the Sixers. Their three-point shooting for the Sixers was bad. So that's pretty much how they just couldn't keep up with the score and couldn't catch pace. They were trying uh to catch up around in the third quarter, but it was way too much. For the Knicks, uh, for the Sixers to handle, so the Knicks a, were able to take the victory. The Warriors they beat the Thunder one hundred six to ninety eight. It got close towards the end, but the Warriors still took the W. The Rockets they lose to the Mavericks one sixteen and one hundred six, and then the Jazz they beat the Nuggets one twenty two to one ten. And then finally, the best game for sure from yesterday, we had the Lakers and the Spurs. Russell Westbrook, oh, the Lakers won of course one twenty five to one twenty one. Russell Westbrook had thirty three points eight. Assist, 10 rebounds. Uh, LeBron actually missed out this game with a injury. And he's actually going to be not playing against the Thunder tonight. So that's going to suck. Uh, I don't think LeBron really has a severe injury. Hopefully not. But he will be missing his second straight game tonight. So yesterday they played against the Spurs. They beat them in overtime. They will be playing against the Thunder in just about a couple hours from now. And, yeah, that's that was that from yesterday. Russell Westbrook had a pretty good game. Finally, this is his first best game with the Raptors, with the Raptors, with the Lakers. And so hopefully he can keep it up, be consistent, and, you know, play his best. And then today we have 10 games. We have the Hornets versus the Magic. We have the Heat versus the Nets. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Definitely going to watch that one. And we have the Hawks and Pelicans. I believe that one's going to be on ESPN. So I might watch that one and change it between the Heat and Nets game. The Pacers versus the Raptors. Then we got the Wizards and Celtics. Then the Bucks, Timberwolves. Then we got the Lakers versus the Thunder. The Grizzlies versus the Blazers. And we got the Kings versus the Suns. And the Cavaliers versus the Clippers. So those are the games for today. And then we have six games tomorrow between the Hawks and Wizards. Pistons, Sixers, Knicks, and Bulls. Which would be actually a very fun game to watch. Two of the best teams in the NBA and in the Eastern Conference so far. Versus the Jazz and the Rockets. And then the Spurs versus the Mavericks and the Grizzlies versus the Warriors. So right now, number one seed is the Bulls, two seed Knicks, three seed Hornets, four seed Bucks, fifth seed Heat, six seed Wizards, seven seed Hawks, eight seed Nets, nine seed Cavaliers, ten seed Celtics, eleven seed Sixers, twelve seed Raptors, thirteen seed Magic, fourteen seed Pacers, and fifteen seed Pistons. And in the West. The 15th seed went to the Thunder, 14th seed Rockets, 13th seed Spurs, 12th seed Pelicans, Suns 11th seed, the Blazers are the 10th seed, the Kings are the 9th seed, the Clippers are the 8th seed, the Lakers are the 7th seed, the Nuggets are the 6th seed, the Timberwolves are 5th seed, the Grizzlies are 4th seed, the Mavericks are 3rd seed, the Jazz are 2nd seed, and the Warriors number 1 seed with the 4-0 record. So that's... That's that so far. We'll see the games for today. Hopefully there'll be some interesting games. I definitely am going to watch that Heat next game for sure, especially since I'll be going to a Heat game this Friday against the Hornets. So that's going to be so much fun. But anyways, 
let's get into week eight. So we are almost halfway through the NFL regular season. Can you believe it? I really can't. I mean, it's already been seven weeks completed. And then the eighth week will begin tomorrow. That's just incredible. But we're here. Week eight. Tomorrow, Thursday night football. First game of the week. We have the Green Bay Packers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Who do I think is going to win? These are two easy playoff contending teams. For sure, both these teams will be facing. Um, well, not well, we don't know if they'll be facing each other in the playoffs, but will be in the playoffs by the end of uh, December or by the beginning beginning weeks of January. And maybe one of these teams or even both of these teams because they're in, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. They're, they're, they're the NFC. So obviously both these teams can't make it to the Super Bowl, but one of them could be in the Super Bowl in February, the day before Valentine's Day, which is the 13th. So yeah, the Super Bowl will be the day before Valentine's Day. I just, I just realized that a couple days ago. Anyways. Who do I think is going to win between the Packers and the Cardinals? Now, this is actually really tough because both teams have been looking great. Um, it looks like the Cardinals have no flaws, right? They seem like the perfect team. They have a 7-0 record. They're undefeated. They're, things are looking great now. And the Packers, after that brutal L against the Saints in the first week of the season, they've stepped their shit. They beat the Lions, the Niners, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Bears, and the Washington football team. So... And against the Cardinals, this is going to be a tough game for the Packers. This is definitely going to be the toughest game of the season. And I would have thought the next game against the Chiefs would have been the toughest. But that's not the case. And they will have another game against the Rams on the 28th. The first time playing against the Rams since the postseason. Um, where the Packers have beat them in, I believe, in the divisional round. And then they do have to go up against the, the Browns. I forgot they go up against the Browns. Wasn't that on Christmas? Yes, on Christmas. But this game, Cardinals-Packers, it's really hard for me to say Green Bay is probably going to lose this game. I really don't know because the Cardinals have been playing great. Their offense have been clicking on all cylinders. Their defense have massively improved, and that's one thing that they've really stepped up and showed. Now, of course... Against the forty, the, against the forty nine ers, against the Packers defense, it's not really fair to compare both defenses. But I'm really just gonna say the offense might take over for the Packers. So I think, I think honestly, I think the Packers might win this game. I'll be honest with you. I think the Packers may ruin the perfect season that the Cardinals have been having. Now I do think this will be a close game. Now, however, it could probably go the other way around because. As of recent years, the Cardinals seem to own pretty much the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs and in the regular season. So I could really just go for um, I could really just go for the Cardinals off of that. But also notice JJ Watt is going to be out during this game because of a I believe a, so a a shoulder injury, so he won't be playing. And Devontae Adams, all right, Devontae Adams, he's on the COVID list. So he's not going to be playing this week. Oh, damn. So he's not going to be playing tomorrow. So that are two things that are consideration for both teams. One will be one less star receiver and one less defensive player on their team. Honestly, I'm going to give it to the Packers. It could easily go either way. 
But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say the Packers. I'm I'm just gonna say the Packers are gonna win this game. Most likely. Let's let's just go with that. Let's just go with that. Anyways, next game we got the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Who do I think is gonna win this game? These two teams have been pretty mediocre uh, this season. Uh, the Falcons beating the Dolphins on Sunday. It was their last game, um, their last W since they had the W in London when they beat the Jets 27-20, to I believe. And the Panthers, they started the season 3-0 and and now, of course, fall from the sky. They're now 3-4. and So they had a winning record just to have a losing record at the moment. So... Things have not been looking great for the Panthers. However, I do think um, against the Falcons, they kind of do match up pretty well. I might have to give the edge towards the Falcons. I think the Falcons right now offensively, Kyle Pitts is no joke. That's number one. Offensively, I trust the Falcons team a lot more. And I do believe that this team is really setting up themselves for success. And they actually might be competing for a playoff spot now they are still a pretty mediocre team so i'm not going to give them too much credit but if they can stay consistent and beat a team like the panthers which is very possible um on sunday i think the falcons are the team to get it done and hopefully you know they can get a winning record of course if they win this game they'll be four and three while the panthers will be three and five so i'm gonna give the falcons the edge i say they're gonna beat the panthers on week eight Next game, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Honestly, there's really nothing much to say because the Titans have been great this year. But they also kind of been weird. I mean, they lost to the Jets, but they beat the Bills. They dominated against the Chiefs last week. So it's kind of all over the place for the Titans. But... I still believe in the Titans a lot. I still do believe in the Titans a lot. They are a for real team. I mean, I really just think... I don't even think it's just Derrick Henry just being himself on this team is good enough. I really do think that the offense has stepped up a lot. And that defense has improved just a bit. And it's good enough. And they're definitely a playoff team. I definitely don't see Tennessee not winning the division this year. I mean... I guess the Colts have kind of been disappointing this year because a lot of their players defensively just couldn't stop and had to suffer through injuries and stuff. I do think the Titans just way have the better chance. And also the Titans, they pretty much dominate the Colts, especially Derrick Henry. Him and the Bills and the Colts are like probably the two teams Derrick Henry just loves to play against because he always dominates against those two teams. So don't be surprised if Derrick Henry goes for like four rushing touchdowns or something crazy like that um, against the Colts. So for that, I'm going to pick the Titans to beat the Colts in Week 8. Next game, we got the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. Yikes, I probably am not going to watch this game. But yeah, the Bills, one of the best teams in the NFL. I mean, the last loss was against the Titans on Monday Night Football two weeks ago. They're on a bye week, so now they're going to get ready to play against the Dolphins, who have been just horrible this year, unfortunately. So, yeah, and well, I think we are going to end up with the same result that we got probably in week two when we got annihilated. We got annihilated by the Bills at home in Miami, 35 nothing, lost to the Dolphins. Now we're going to be playing in their home, 
And unfortunately, I do think the Bills are probably going to kick our ass once again. So I have the Bills being the Dolphins. I really don't want that, but it is what it is. The the Bills have been crazy, and the and the Dolphins have been one of the worst offensive and defensive teams in the league. So, yeah, and the whole thing with Deshaun Watson, if we're going to get him or not. Look, if even if we do get him, he's not going to save the season, at least for this year. So, this point, just try to get him for next year or keep him around. But there's also other teams in consider, so I guess it's not time to just waste and just try to, you know, uh, require a trade for him. But, yeah. And I still believe in Tua. I think Tua is good. I just I just really don't know where this team is really heading at. because of, And also Brian Flores. I mean, last year he was a phenomenal. He was definitely one of the best coaches in the league last year. But now this year it's just really just flipped the switch. It really is just nothing special that he's been calling, making plays, just, it, it's just been an awful year for a Dolphins fan, it, it just really has been, it's been one of the worst years for the Dolphins since I could remember, and I mean, this team is nowhere special to where they were, of course, when they used to win Super Bowls and shit in the 70s, but anyways, obviously I have the Bills beating the Dolphins in this game, next we got the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the New York Jets, this shouldn't be an easy game, but it is. The Bengals. The Bengals. Come on. I mean, the Bengals have been looking great. Not good. They've been looking actually really good. So, I have the Bengals obviously being the Jets. The Jets have been dog crap this year as always. So, no surprise. The Bengals are going to be the Jets. That's probably it's going to go. Not a surprise there. Joe Burrow is going to play great. Jamar Chase going to catch some football, score some TDs. Gonna be a great game for the the Bengals and the Jets defense. Even though it's improved a bit, it's the Bengals, and they're not the Bengals anymore. They seem to be a, a a decent team, a contending team for the playoffs, and they're actually serious. We gotta actually take the Bengals seriously. So yeah, I have the Bengals being the Jets. Next game we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. Now this game. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Now, the Browns have been a pretty up-and-down season for them. They have been okay. They have been had their rough games as well. Their run game has been lacking as of recently, so things have, be, have con to be considered. But again, they are definitely flooded with injuries, so that plays a big factor for the Browns. And also, Baker Mayfield has a possibility of playing Sunday against the Steelers, so that could give more momentum to the Browns because they're going to have their pretty much franchise QB intact, and he will be ready to play. Hopefully, that's the goal. But for the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger has been up and down this year. Same thing with the Steelers. They've just kind of been up and down. They were able to beat the Seahawks on Sunday last week, but again, Geno Smith, was the QB, Russell Wilson out from injury, so really nothing so much to say there. But the Browns, if their defense could hold up enough, I do think the the Steelers won't score enough points and probably the Browns will take over offensively. I think I'm going to give it to the Browns. Um, I just trust their offense a little bit more. And also the defense, if they just step up, I think they'll play a huge factor in winning this game. So I have the Browns beating the Steelers. Next game, we got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Detroit Lions. Now, these are two pretty bad teams this year. And for the Eagles, they have been pretty, pretty bad. 
They lost to the Buccaneers, lost to the Raiders. Um, their only victories were against the Falcons and the Panthers. So, uh, yeah. Hasn't, hasn't been a great season for the Eagles. By no surprise either. And they're going to be taking on the worst team in football. Or one of the worst teams in football. I wouldn't even say they're the worst team in football besides having an 0-7 record. Which is definitely the worst in the league so far. But something tells me that the Eagles are such a poor franchise that somewhat the Lions have been fighting and fighting to just get a victory this season. That 49ers game, they were close. That Ravens game, they were close. That Vikings game, they were close. They had competition against the Rams. They were actually kind of close against the Rams and even against the Bears. Now, against the, the Bengals and the Packers, yeah, no shot. They definitely lost to those two teams, like, without a doubt. But they could have easily maybe had four wins at this point, which is insane to think about. But against the Eagles, I think the Lions can easily take advantage against the Eagles. So I'm going to say the upset. I'm going to say something crazy. I think the Lions are going to win their first game by beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I cannot believe that I'm going to go up and say the Lions are going to be my one of my favorite teams in the NFL. One of my favorite sports teams ever. The Philadelphia fucking Eagles. I'm really going to go up against that. And I think the Lions are going to beat the Eagles. I really do think that just from how much they've been trying to play. And how many times they've had the courage to continue and fight and fight. To just still get a victory. And they still have not managed to get that. I do think somehow the Eagles are going to fuck this up. And Jalen Hurts is probably not going to have a good day. And I think the, this team was... The, but this game is just going to be pretty close. But I think the Lions might take a victory out of this one. So yeah, the Lions, they honestly really have a good chance to beat the Eagles. Even though obviously I would definitely really want the Eagles to win. And keep the Lions losing streak going. But... I really do see something possible of that happening. So I'm going to give the Lions the edge here, which is just sad. I can't believe I'm going for the Lions. But anyways, next game we got the L.A. Rams versus the Houston Texans. Now, once they get a pretty lopsided matchup, I mean the Rams, one of the best and most balanced teams in the NFL. Texans, very unbalanced, horrible offense. Pretty much an atrocious defense. Like, there's nothing special about this Texans team. They are very up and down, but they really are mostly down and up. While the Rams are literally the opposite. So, yeah, the Rams should easily win this game against the Texans. That shouldn't even be uh, a second guess at all. And if the Texans somehow beat the Rams, We're gonna we're gonna need we're gonna need help, guys. We're, we're you're you're really you're really not gonna take it that far, huh? Y'all really not gonna take it that far if y'all lose to the fucking Texans. Y'all gonna get clowned if y'all lose to the damn Texans. The meme pages are gonna just absolutely shit on the Rams if they can't beat the Texans, and probably the Eagles if I assume that the Lions will beat them in Week Eight. But again, every 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 team that loses every week is going to get slandered in some way. But either way, the Rams losing to the Texans, that's just going to be pretty sad. But anyways, I got the Rams beating the Texans. No way that's going to happen. Anyways, next game. How many times have I already said that? Let's move on. Next game, we got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Chicago Bears. 
actually a pretty interesting game. The Bears have been a very up and down team. Last week against the Buccaneers, they looked bad. They couldn't do nothing on offense nor on defense. They allowed 38 points and only put up a field goal in that fight. And against the 49ers, who started the season 2-0, and they lost four straight games to the Packers, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Colts. Now, the 49ers have been dealing with some injuries as well. Jimmy Garoppolo has been pretty inconsistent throughout this entire season. And I do think that Garoppolo really hasn't been the best QB for the team. I think they should give Trey Lance a little bit of more opportunity and playing time for sure. I don't think I would have just put him as a starter already. I think there's still a lot of time he can adjust. But we see Garoppolo struggling a little bit. So we kind of need Trey Lance to back up and see what he can do. Because the Niners are not even competing for a playoff spot if they're going to continue playing how they've been playing the last four games. They haven't played horrible. They've had close games against those teams that they lost to, but they really need to push a fight. And I guess the Bears, it really shouldn't be a difficult game for the Niners. Same thing for the Bears, even just to beat the 49ers. I mean, Justin Fields just kind of has to keep the offense going. And the defense needs to do something and to, to stop enough from from the 49ers really getting away. So I do think the Niners have the better shot at beating the Bears. I think they have a better team, better offense, better defense, but it's really just inconsistency that the 49ers haven't been able to beat these. these they haven't been able to win these last four games and have been on the crazy losing streak. And losing five straight games for the 49ers, you know, kind of having another season like last season when they have to suffer through so many injuries. Even though, of course, they've had less injuries than last year. Still very inconsistent plays. I'm going to give the 49ers still the edge here. I think the Bears will fight and do something. But I think the 49ers will still end up taking the W. Next game for the four. The first games for the four o'clock games. We have the Patriots, the New England Patriots versus the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Chargers. My bad. The L.A. Chargers. Now, this is the Chargers' first game. Since that Ravens loss that they had on the 17th on Sunday or two weeks ago, pretty much um, getting fucked by the Ravens. They got annihilated by the Ravens, 34-6. to Now against the Patriots, who have been up and down this year. They're 3-4. and four. They demolished the Jets, but then again, it's the Jets, so nothing to be really proud of. But still, a win is a win. That defense have been pretty rough to watch. The offense could be really good sometimes. Then Mac Jones just plays awful sometimes. Again, he's a rookie. You know, he's going to have those games. And against that Chargers defense, I have a really hard time to believe that the Chargers are really going to struggle against the Patriots defense. You know that I think Justin Herbert is going to play lights out. I do think Justin Herbert is going to play lights out. They're 4-2. and two, And other Chargers have been playing okay. They've been playing okay. Um, in the majority of the games. Now, of course, they've been one of the best teams in the AFC. Now, now they're actually second in the in their own division, the AFC West. But the Chargers have been pretty good. Justin Herbert has been great. So, I got to give the Chargers the edge here. I think they're going to beat the Patriots. So, yes, I got the Chargers over the Patriots. Next game, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Seattle Seahawks. Now, 
two teams who, uh, well, they have not been great at all. I mean, Seattle, without Russell Wilson, they have been pretty much a poverty of a franchise, been playing bad. I mean, they lost to the Colts. They lost to the, not the Colts, to the Saints. They lost to the, the Steelers. And they lost to the Rams. So, uh, but you know what? The Rams game, acceptable. They have not won a game since the third, which was against the 49ers um, back on all the way on October 3rd. And it's going to be Halloween. And they haven't won a game since that game earlier in the month. But, it is a, but it's against the Jaguars, one of the worst teams in the NFL. So the Seahawks could take the big W here. Jaguars have been bad. Now, their last game, they won. They beat the Dolphins in London. But then again, they come back to America. They go back to Seattle, or they go to Seattle to play against the Seahawks. Their first game in American soil since the Titans game where they got annihilated 37-19. So are they still going to be on a crazy losing streak in American soil? Will they still be losing games in America? I do think so because I have the four, I have the Seahawks winning this one. I mean, Geno Smith has been pretty inconsistent and obviously nowhere near as good as Russell Wilson. Um, but hasn't been bad himself. Definitely made a lot of bad calls. Uh, not bad calls. A lot of decision plays. A lot of difficult throws that I know nobody, none of the receivers couldn't even try to catch. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bad plays, play calling. From, from from coaches, but I really do think it's just his play that it's just not really adjusted very well and just hasn't been playing that great. I think the Seahawks are still gonna beat the Jaguars though just because the Jaguars are the Jaguars. They're just they're just that bad of a team that you just really can't give them hope for anything. It just sucks. So I have the Seahawks beating the Jaguars. Next game we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. Now this is probably gonna be one of the, be the best games of the week. Um, Buccaneers, who of course, no surprise, have been looking incredible this season. Six and one, Tom Brady once again playing like he's 25 years old or something. Uh, and the Saints, who have been up and down, they won against the Seahawks on Monday, so they were able to break that. They were able to win two games in a row and kind of break that one win, one loss, back to back thing that I was gonna that I was gonna keep on going. Um, but unfortunately, against the Buccaneers, there's really not a lot going on there for the Buccaneers. I mean, for the Saints, Buccaneers are probably going to just run them over because the bank, the Buccaneers are just that much of a good-ass team. Offense have been insane. The defense is crazy. So as we know, the Buccaneers are going to take care of business, and they're going to beat the Saints, without a doubt, in New Orleans at the Super Bowl on Halloween. So... So, yeah, I do think the Buccaneers are going to beat the Saints. Next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota. Actually, no, let's let's go over to the next game. We'll get to it in a minute. We go to the Washington football team versus the Denver Broncos. That will be the last game for the 425 uh, p.m. games. So we got the Washington football team versus the Denver Broncos. Two teams who have been, eh, you could say, very inconsistent this year. One team has had a really, really rough defense and just players have not been able to step up. And another team where the whole team is just very unproportional. They looked good in the first three games, but their opponents were just not that good. So, of course, that's just how they were able to take advantage of those wins. 
But the last four games, the Buc- the Broncos have just not been looking good. They lost to the Browns, to the Raiders, the Steelers, and to the Ravens. But they're all actually pretty good teams. I mean, the Ravens are a good team. The Browns are a good team. The Steelers have been okay. The Raiders are actually pretty good this year. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt in some way. But they will go up against the Washington football team, who are 2-5, and five, and they have been heavily disappointing this year. I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were last year, especially Chase Young. The man has, I believe, like one and a half sacks in like seven games, which is bad. I mean, I did not expect that type of numbers for Trey, uh, for Trey Young. For, for Chase Young, I mean, you know, but hopefully he can get better, try to play better in the second half of the season because, yeah, it's not – Hasn't been great. Um, and that Washington de- that Washington defense have been just bad. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to give the benef- the benefit to the Broncos. So yeah, I think the Broncos are gonna win against the Washington football team. In the next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. This will be for the Sunday night football game. The Cowboys five and one, and the Vikings three and three. They've actually been looking pretty good. The Cowboys been incredible. There have been on a five game winning streak after losing the first game of the season to the Buccaneers, which felt like a while ago. They've been on a five game winning streak, and they probably will continue it against the Vikings in Minnesota on Halloween. The Cowboys offense have been great, but that defense has been something crazy. Something fantastic. So I'm glad to see something crazy for the Cowboys. Their offense have drastically improved the last year, and especially that defense drastically improved from last year as well. So just a lot to say for this team has just showed a lot and a lot of improvement. And, you know, even though they're the Cowboys and I don't like the Cowboys at all, they've been doing the right thing. They've been making the right moves. They've been playing good. And against the Vikings, they've really just been okay. I mean, 3-3 three and three this year. They could have had maybe four or five wins this year. I mean, the close game against the, the Cardinals and the close game against the Bengals. Those could have been two games that they could have won to start the season off. But Vikings have been okay this year. Nothing really. They've kind of always been in the middle of the pack. They might be a playoff team. We'll have to wait and see. Against that Cowboys offense, or that against that Cowboys defense, though, it's a it's a really hard, tough to uh, hard pillow to swallow. So I don't know if that would be a really good matchup, but I'll say the Cowboys are gonna win just because I think they have the better roster. And yeah, I got the Cowboys winning. And then for Monday Night Football, last game of Week Eight, we got the New York Giants. Somehow they get a primetime game only because they play New York versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So one team that is no surprise playing like dog shit, but actually did win last week. They beat the Panthers uh, 25 to 3 last week. So that was that was a genuine surprise to me. And another genuine surprise team for me that has been playing pretty bad, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're three and four. It's week eight, and they're three and four. Yeah. Rough, rough season for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had his worst start last week against the Titans, losing 27-3. to um, I forgot his stats. He threw. I know he threw a pick, 
got sacked multiple times. It was a rough, rough, rough game for the Chiefs. And trust me, they're not used to having games like those, especially with Patrick Mahomes. That was something brand new. I mean, maybe not brand new because he did get ass whooped in the Super Bowl uh, earlier this year. But one of the fewest times Patrick Mahomes did not feel like he was the best player in the world or the best player in the game because he, he got his ass whooped against the Titans. But overall, is it Mahomes' fault? Obviously not. That defense, oh my God, don't get me started. We already know. It's dog shit. It is bad. The turnovers, they have been critically, I mean, it's astonishing how they just have not been able to get a first down. I mean, very bad throws from Mahomes. A lot of incomplete passes, a lot of out-of-bounds passes. Mahomes is trying to be Mahomes, and which he is. But I feel like Mahomes, his, his style of play and his flashiness, and a lot of the times he was trying to play like that throughout this whole season so far. It just hasn't been looking as effortless as he used to do it in his MVP year or the Super Bowl season. So Mahomes is still playing as as good. But just accept that he's been making a lot more mistakes. Throwing the ball over. Throwing dumb interceptions. And it's just been pretty inconsistent throughout the whole season. I mean, so far, you know, yeah, it was it was just bad. But obviously, you know, for Mahomes, he did leave early against the Titans. I mean, I believe he got hit hard. I believe it was like a head injury. He had to get taken off from the game because um, he got out pretty early. But still, you know, he needs to he needs to step it up. But you know what, Mahomes is definitely not the issue with the Chiefs. I mean, if you say Mahomes is the reason why they've been playing bad, you're just fucking delusional. You're just you're just fucking delusional. He's literally not the reason. Of course he can play better. Of course he gotta, you know, be careful with the turnovers and have to, you know, create passes and yes, of course he needs to step up and play better. But it's that defense. And the amount of mistakes that they've been making on offense has also been pretty bad as well. But the defense is doing nothing. I mean it's really doing nothing. It's it's just been it's insane how bad a team can have such a good offense by potential and everything, and their defense is just off the fucking chain, and in, in a bad way. It's just been bad. I really don't know how to describe it. It's just been bad. Now I guess the Giants. If y'all can't beat the Giants, there is no way that y'all are even a Super Bowl contending team, which. I had y'all winning the damn thing this season, and I am looking like a dumbass, even though I promise you I could have looked like a fucking genius saying that in the beginning of the season if things went right. But no, obviously that's not the case. We still got half the season left. We still got, what, uh, 10 games left of the season? So you guys still have time. But if you guys just, just, if you guys just lose to the Giants... No team is going to take you seriously. Y'all got to go up against teams like the Packers, the Raiders twice, then against the Chargers, then we got the Cowboys. Or actually, no, the Packers, the Raiders, the Cowboys, then the Broncos and the Raiders again, then the Chargers, then the Steelers and the Bengals. They're not going to be an easy team to beat, surprisingly. And then the Broncos. 
So the Chiefs do have a pretty hard schedule remaining. So if they can't even beat the Giants, how can I say they're going to beat teams like the Cowboys or the Chargers or the Packers? Yeah. But it's Patrick Mahomes. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. There's no way they have. They of course they have not been playing as good as you know last season, the last three seasons. But I don't think they're going to be playing horrible in this game. I think the the Chiefs will still win this game. They have to win this game for their damn sanity. So yeah, I'm gonna give the edge to the Chiefs. They just better not fuck it up. They just better not fuck it up. They better fucking win this game because if not. I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna rant. I'm just gonna have a whole ass rant on Monday or on Wednesday, next Wednesday, because I'll have to recap this game on Wednesday next week. And just have to just clown the Chiefs. I don't wanna do that. So just beat the Giants, do the job, and get your fourth win of the season and be a five hundred team once again. And anyways, that is it for today's episode. Week 8 predictions. So, let me just go over my predictions once again. I have the Green Bay Packers beating the Arizona Cardinals. I have the Atlanta Falcons beating the Carolina Panthers. I have the Buffalo Bills beating the Miami Dolphins. I have the Cleveland Browns beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have the San Francisco 49ers beating the Chicago Bears. I have the Tennessee Titans beating the Indianapolis Colts. I have the Detroit Lions beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I have the Cincinnati Bengals beating the New York Jets. I have the LA Rams beating the Houston Texans. I have the LA Chargers beating the New England Patriots. I have the Seattle Seahawks beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have the Denver Broncos beating the Washington football team. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the New Orleans Saints. I have the Dallas Cowboys beating the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. And then I have the Kansas City Chiefs beating the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. So those are my week eight predictions. Let me know what y'all think. If 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 I'm right, if I have most of these right, if you think uh, which team is gonna win next week, let me check my fantasy real quick because I did lose uh, last week in fantasy. I'm four and two now, which is still not bad, still not bad. But I definitely am probably gonna have to make some adjustments on my roster because there's a lot of players on bye week that I have on my lineup here, so I'm gonna have to just fix those shits there so yeah tonight more basketball heat nets game should start pretty soon it's already 7 30 something so i'm gonna start watching it right now and uh game two of the world series between the astros and the braves in houston game two that's that's tonight um oh actually before we go there um let me just do a little bit of like music related uh news that's been going on recently um, I believe yesterday it was announced the Astro World Festival lineup um, and the dates and the venues and all that. So it will be next week on November 6th through the 7th. That will be Astro World Fest. But the lineup is crazy. The people that will be on the on the lineup is crazy. So just a name for the events. It's the third annual Astro World Festival. So the artists, of course, we got Travis Scott, we got SZA, we got Young Thug, plus members of the YSL label, Master P, Bad Bunny, Baby Keem, Earth, Wind & Fire, 21 Savage, Tame Impala, Chief Keef, Roddy Rich, 
Chase B, Toro and Moy, Bia, Tizo Touchdown, Metro Boomin, YV Tor uh, Tumor, I I guess. I, I don't know how to say that. Austin All-Stars, Sofago, Lil Baby, and Don Tolliver and Sheck West. So, of course, a lot of these you expect. My biggest surprise is for sure Bad Bunny. I mean, that's crazy. Bad Bunny is going to be here. I do love that Sizz is going to be here. That's going to be so fire. Um, damn, I really do wish I could be here. But obviously, that's all the way in Houston. And then obviously, it's already sold out. But just, oh, man, I would love to go to a, to a, to a festival like this. I mean, you're going to go see Roddy Rich, Young Thug, Bad Bunny, Baby Keem, 21 Savage, Don Tolliver, Fago, Sheck West, Metro Boomin, you know, on the production, Lil Baby. And on top of that, you got fucking Travis Scott, obviously, the mastermind behind this. Chief Keef is on this shit, too. I mean, this is going to be a crazy-ass event. I cannot wait to see uh, people having fun. On YouTube, I cannot wait to like videos on YouTube of people having the time of their lives at this festival. I can't wait to just turn the fuck up watching the videos on YouTube. But anyways, uh, if they can stream it live, I would love to stream it live. But again, that'll be that'll be on Friday and Saturday, November fifth and November sixth at the RNG Park. So that'll be where the Texans, I believe. I believe that's where the Texans play. So. So yeah, so that would be the Astro World Festival. Um, what else has been going on in in rap? Um, oh well, I mean the whole Lil Nas X and Boozy thing, I guess. Yeah. So if you don't know, Boozy is uh is very homophobic, and uh, said a bunch of very homophobic and fucked up uh words in a tweet to Lil Nas X. Specifically, I don't know if I really do want to say the whole uh, tweet. Um, it's obviously been deleted after the whole controversy behind it. But basically, he starts off saying, stop trolling me the F word, but not the F word, the gay F word. Uh, Lol, you a whole bitch playing with the gangster. Shake my head. You can keep sucking penis while getting effed in your booty hole in peace. Hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you, lol. Nas X, if you commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. So that was Boosie's tweet towards Lil Nas X. Because I believe Lil Nas X was on TikTok and he said something like uh, that me and Boosie have a song or whatever. And he was kind of like, you know, doing Lil Nas X things. He was being gay. He was... Doing little movements with his lips, whatever, just being himself. And of course, Boosie saw that, obviously had to clap back, and yeah, man said some horrible shit. So, of course, I'm just gonna say this. He's, he's definitely cancelled. Um, I mean, this is easily the worst thing you can say to people. I mean, you did not have, I mean, you could have just stopped it at stop trolling me. I mean, you call them the faggot, you know, that's the way to, like, you know, and then you're a whole bitch playing with the gangster. You can keep sucking dick while getting fucked in the, like, no, like, no, man, like, why does it bother you, man? Like, again, I th I just think that with, the, with this whole, you know, when people are homophobic and shit, like, I'm not saying that you need to like gay people or whatever. I'm not saying that. 
you need to have respect. I'm not trying to force you to like gay people or to at least respect or appreciative that they have their voice and they were able to feel comfortable enough to, you know, actually show who they are and actually be who they are and love whoever the hell they want. You know, if it's the opposite gender or not, you know, so, you know, and there's going to be people that are just ignorant and just write shit on Twitter and just talk like this and the whole thing like, oh, if you if you would do a huge favor to, to the world, if you would die, like, no, like that shit's, that shit's just fucked up. Like, Boosie, again, I don't listen to this dude's music at all, so I really don't care about this dude at all, but I mean, then again... Do people really care about this dude? Do people listen to Boozy? Like, do y'all really be listening to Boozy? I don't, but whatever. I mean, fucked up shit to Lil Nas X. I don't know why he said that. He really was in his feelings. And then I also heard that Lil Nas X's dad, he responded to uh, Boozy. Of course, he was going off on him, trying to defend his son. What else? Um, and then Lil Nas, I think Lil Boosie said, don't get mad at me because your son came out like that, lol, I know it hurts, some shit, and I believe it was the dad said, this is, this is what Lil Nas X dad said, he said, how the hell you're a gangster rapper promoting drugs, gun violence, degrading women, and getting high, every video talking about you're for the kids, man, sit your old ass down, looking, looking ass down. The game has passed you, you real bankhead over here, not like the guy who claims it champions. And so that was what Lil Nas X's father said after the whole incident with Boosie, of course, basically just disrespecting and just being a dumbass and just being absolutely ignorant. So yeah. Again, more homophobic, more homophobic people in um in uh in 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 fire. I mean, of course, this man is is obviously uh not gonna be appreciative to the hip hop community. People are gonna stop respecting this man. I mean, unfortunately, there's still people that are going to respect this man. Unfortunately, but it is what it is. Um, Lil Nas X, I don't think he'll take that personally. I hope he doesn't. I mean, Lil Nas X is doing way better than Boosie has ever done in his entire fucking life. So, yeah, I think him being going through this controversy will do nothing for Lil Nas X in a negative way. But for you, yeah, you're uh, you're probably canceled already on Twitter. You're probably gonna get suspended. Um, maybe you're not. You're still gonna do music or whatever. He's not gonna be like banned from hip hop or anything. You're gonna lose a lot of fans and shit for sure. But like. Yeah, people are just not going to have respect for you as much as other people ha used to have for you. So that's that's that. That's that. Um, is there any albums dropping this week? I really haven't heard. I, I've still been listening to Punk, which has still have been a decent album. I still really haven't been a, a big fan of it. It really hasn't grown on me that much. Um, so, yeah. So I'm going to check if there's going to be any albums dropping on the 29th on Friday because, yeah, there wasn't anything that dropped last week. I think Wale dropped an album. I still haven't heard it. Um, Bia dropped the deluxe of her newest album or of her album that she dropped last year. And that's pretty much it from last week. I don't remember who else dropped. Um, 
ASAP Rocky is going to be re-releasing his mixtape Live Love ASAP um, to streaming platforms for, you know, finally, because, of course, it's one of the best mixtapes I've ever heard. Probably, probably, probably ASAP's Rocky best work, in my opinion. So I'm definitely going to re-listen to that album because I haven't heard that mixtape in a while. Um, who else is dropping this week? Um, most likely DC the Don, my worst enemy, my own worst enemy. He might be dropping this this Friday. Okay, Ed Sheeran is dropping this Friday. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Megan Thee Stallion. I think yeah. She, I heard that she's gonna be dropping like an EP or like an, a little album or something. What's it called? Uh, something for the hotties. Okay, so so she's probably gonna be dropping something. Mick Jenkins. I haven't heard of Mick Jenkins in a while. Scarlord, most likely. Yeah. Now I'm still waiting for Corday. I'm still waiting for JID, ASAP Rocky to drop his own fucking album as well. Kendrick. Even though we did hear rumors that he was gonna drop last week, but that was bullshit. Um, of course, you know we will we will never know when Kendrick will actually drop his album, but. There was a bunch of leaked songs. Um, there were like therapy sessions or something, but they did kind of sound like they were like skits or anything, or like part of a song or like from something sample. I don't even think that was really part of the song. But anyways, yeah, that that might be something that I don't know. We'll have to wait and see when Kendrick drops. I really don't know if it's gonna be this year or not, but whatever. Um, next month in November, I do know that. Silk Sonic will be dropping their album, an event with Silk Sonic. So Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac will be dropping next month. So I'm very excited for that. I believe Taylor's version uh, for Red is going to be dropping next month as well. Again, we're kind of getting close to the to the end of of the year. Adele is going to be dropping her album as well. Uh, I believe her album 30. So yeah, Adele, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac. Who else? Uh, who, who, who else did I just mention? Fucking uh, uh, Taylor Swift. Again, we still got some artists that are probably going to drop. When is Corday dropping? When is Ski Mouse dropping? Even though he already dropped a little EP this year. When is uh, Kendrick? When is Travis Scott dropping? You know, like, when, when are these motherfuckers going to drop, bro? Roddy Rich. When is Roddy Rich going to drop? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, where is it? Where is, uh, what, what was the album that he was supposed to call? It was like... Live Love Fast or some shit? Some album? Where is the album, bruh? Where is the album? Fuck. But anyways, that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys in a bit. Take care. And peace out, my friends.